welcome to ASIC View, the official podcast of the Australian Securities and Investments Commission. On this episode, we'll be discussing Consumer Fraud Week 2016 and how ASIC is warning investors and consumers to do some simple checks before they invest their money. My name is Andrew Williams and with me this week is ASIC Deputy Chair, Peter Kell. Peter, thanks very much for your time on the podcast. Happy to talk to you, Andrew. The theme of Consumer Fraud Week this year is wise up to scams. How much of a a problem are investment scams in Australia? Investment scams will always be a problem because there are always going to be scammers out there targeting consumers, particularly from wealthier countries such as Australia. According to the ACCC Scamwatch report, a significant increase over the last year from $12 million to around $24 million in reported losses. And many people over the age of 55 seem to have been the target for these scams. Not surprising, really, because there are many people in that demographic who are looking for higher investment returns in a low interest rate environment. So there will always be scammers out there, particularly based overseas. We'll always need to be on guard. What are the main kinds of, of scams that Australians should be looking out for? What, what form do these scams usually take? They can take many forms, but we get typically uh, scams falling into about five categories. The first uh, is overseas cold calling about investment opportunities, and we've seen that take hundreds of millions of dollars in the past. Another type of scam are overseas calls offering fake credit or loans. So this is where you may not be able to access credit or it will sound like a very good interest rate on your loan. All you've got to do is pay a small upfront fee and you'll get the loan. But you never see the loan and you'll never see your fee again. Mm. We see a lot of scams around sports arbitrage or share trading software or other sorts of what are effectively gambling schemes based on buying expensive software that's magically going to be able to pick you the winner uh, in any situation. Mm. We see money transfer schemes where people are promising some sort of job, often online, or other opportunity where if you pay us what seems like a small upfront fee, you're going to end up with a lot of money. And finally, fake debt and invoice scams, which uh, are often targeted at small business. Now, you mentioned before that uh, these scams are, are targeting Australians, people over 55 in particular. What, what are the kind of things that they're offering that they're seeking to prey on that market with? Well, the, the scams can often be quite sophisticated. I think it, it would be unwise for anyone to think that you can't fall for a scam. They're not always silly or amateurish. They're often accompanied by quite sophisticated websites or even paper documentation. So they promise uh, tax-free benefits, quick returns, discounts for early bird investors, uh, what seems like a a great return for the payment of a small fee, and no risk or low risks uh, where you you can sell any time. That will often be a feature of these sorts of offers. They will in our experience, uh, very commonly be based outside of Australia. Mm -hmm. So that that in itself is a warning sign. Although we have seen instances where the money is uh, actually diverted through an Australian address. So it's it's not always the case that 
um, the overseas destination will give the game away. So an Australian address is not a fail-safe for avoiding these schemes. It, it can still be a scam even with an Australian base. Australians as well have operated these scams in, in the past. So both they've been both overseas operations and domestic operations. So the best way to protect yourself is if you receive an offer of an investment that sounds really good and it comes to you out of the blue, hang up. Mm. Don't, don't, don't pursue it any further. After all, if someone was to ring you up and, and offer you a medical diagnosis out of the blue and a miracle cure, mm. would you follow that? I don't think many people would. Well, this, this is the same sort of thing, really, when you think about it. They don't know anything about your financial situation. Uh, you don't know anything about their bona fides. If you want to uh, make an investment, then you should think about your objectives carefully. Look at the ASIC website, our Money Smart website, to see what tips are on that site to help you make a sensible choice. And if you need inv- investment advice, go to a licensed uh, advisor. Check that license number. You can do it on our website. Anyone involved in this area in Australia has to have a license and you can check that through through our website. Are there any other sort of questions that you might be able to ask someone who has called you out of the blue if you if you do want to chase it up a bit further to determine whether they may or may not be a scam? You should start with some of the basics. What's what is your name, what company do you represent? Who owns your company? How how did you get my uh, contact details? What is your address? Uh, and you can add to that, of course, uh, do you have a license? The safest thing is to just hang up in the first place, but this might also help you if, for example, we find that some people uh, ring us occasionally because a relative or a friend has been contacted mm-hmm. and they're trying to find a way to, to say to their, to their friend or relative, don't send your money. These are some of the questions that can perhaps help someone avoid a financial tragedy. Can you talk briefly about an example or a case study of a particular scam? There was one that fell into the category you mentioned before of sports betting scams or sports arbitrage scams that, that seem to offer this magic software that can enable pe- people to beat the bookies. Well, that's, that's a fairly common uh, type of scam over the years. We've seen people who might get a brochure in the mail advertising a computerised system that will um, generate you extra income with, while having to do very little work, mm-hmm. generate extra income with opportunities to turn, say, $1,000 into $40,000 in 12 months. And that's often supposed to be achievable through software, say on sports betting, perhaps on share market uh, trading. The idea is that um, they will uh, send you the the software, uh, that only a limited number of these packages will be available uh, and uh, that you need to act quickly. That's uh, one of the other warning signs. Uh, In one case, we found that the cost of the software was uh, almost $19,000 and then an additional $10,000 had to be provided to open a personal account online. Interestingly, these scammers are clever enough. They often do it in such a way that initially it looks like you're making money or they may even return you some money in the early days to get you hooked. But once you're in, suddenly the losses accumulate mm. and it becomes very difficult to get in touch uh, with, with people. 
The key point here is I'll go back to the original starting point of this scam, a massive offer to make money coming at you out of the blue. Yeah. If it sounds uh, too good to be true, it is. If it, it sounds is. too good to be true, it, it, it almost certainly is. And we see that even in, in some of these scam offers, they try to play on some of the areas that people might currently be interested in. We've seen, for example, offers about investments in environmental companies or high-tech uh, new technology companies. They will sometimes have some minimal information about some of the ways these companies might work in Australia. Their scripts are often quite clever, but they'll be playing on areas of current interest or ways um, that seem like they're opportunities to make a lot of money quickly. Unfortunately, life doesn't work like that. Yeah, that's always been my experience. Finally, how else can consumers avoid being the victim of a scam? Any sort of uh, tips and tricks to, to finish off? A key part of this issue is that you see some some common mistakes that people make. One is that they don't take the time to consider their own investment needs and who they want to deal with mm-hmm. and when it comes to investments. Uh, we found in the past that people who focus on the investment rather than the actual type of firm or advisor they want to deal with are more likely to run into trouble because someone can make the investment sound wonderful. Check ASIC's Money Smart website. It's not going to take you long uh, and it will indeed, we've got some of the names there of some of the firms that have been behind scams in the past as well. Check the company is real by calling publicly listed phone numbers or trying to contact them and uh, make sure that, um, that you're dealing with someone who's licensed. Get a, get a second opinion from uh, someone you, you trust, not someone within the company mm. or someone that they refer you to, but someone you trust. It might be a, a friend with financial experience. It might be an accountant or a financial advisor. Um, it's, it's partly just to give you a bit of breathing space because often these scammers rely on the idea that you'll get up caught up in the heat of the moment or in the emotion of the moment and that you won't make a rational decision you'll make an emotional decision absolutely uh if you if you think you have been scammed uh please contact your financial institution immediately you can also report investment scams to asic like online or by calling 1300 300 630. Peter, thank you very much for your time on the podcast this afternoon. Thanks very much. Listeners can visit ASIC's Money Smart website, as Peter said, for further information on investment scams. Thanks very much for listening.